0: Nieves of the Thrive Society podcast. And today I have the pleasure of interviewing Lacey Madison of LM Consulting & Co. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. I miss you so, so much. So So for those that don't know, Lacey
0: just had a beautiful, beautiful baby. And, you know, today we're talking all about this transition of motherhood and entrepreneurship. But before we get started, I just would love to know, like, share a little bit about your story, how you got to where you got now. What does it look like? All the things.
1: Okay. So if anyone has been in my circle or knows me, I am a hustler to the T ever since. Like I was that kid in kindergarten that would take home, like, a, like take to school a box of lollies. And I would try and sell those lollies on the playground. That's been my whole life. You know, I started my first agency in 20, 2014, 2015. Um, and that was short-lived. Don't, don't even, don't even worry about it. That was Mm short-lived. Um, but I did move into the influencer space and I did that for a really long time. Um, and I didn't start up another agency again until that was really lucrative. And people started asking me, you know, how can I start making money from this? How can you turn my personal brand into something that's elite? And that turned into Bo, um, which is what a lot of people know today as Bo model management. Um, and then it sort of just snowballed from there. And for a few years, I dabbled with web design and brand design and, and the agency expanded. And then I fell into consulting. And that was pretty much like the catalyst for who I am today and what I do today is I'm very much so known in this consulting space for building authority, building elite brands and helping them do that, not just in a way that I'm doing it for them, but I'm helping them do it for themselves. And so that's a little spiel about me. And it's been the best journey of my life to mm-hmm. be so young. I am 21. And the fact that I I know <gasps> know you were (laughs) 21 okay 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 (laughs) yeah and the fact that I did what I did is still mind-blowing to me um and it's it's gonna keep going and that's the thing is yes I want a break right now but it's gonna keep flourishing anyway so oh my goodness that is a bit about me
0: Wow. That is amazing. First off, I had no idea that was your age, but that is incredible. And you should just be like, so proud of everything that you've accomplished so far. Um, so in turn, and she also is the queen of authority, by the way, guys, we did an IG live on this. If you head to my Instagram, we did an IG live all on building authority. Definitely check it out. It's pretty good. Um, but I would love to know because you just had this beautiful, beautiful baby. Um, And a lot of our listeners in here also either they are moms or maybe they're thinking about it or they know someone or then we have clients that are becoming mothers, right? And I feel like this topic around motherhood and entrepreneurship is something that is not really discussed a lot, right? You hear it a lot in the corporate space, but when it comes to entrepreneurship, it is different, right? Like we don't get a true quote unquote maternity leave, right? It's this very different dynamic. So before we kind of dive into that, I would, I'm just curious, like, did you have intentions of how you're going to prepare your business for when you were deciding to start a family? Like, what did that look like? Give us all the tips.
1: Okay. So when I was preparing for motherhood, when I was pregnant, I did all of the research. I spoke to every single friend that I had in this industry that's had a baby or is pregnant. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. what did you do? How did you prepare? And, you know, we did we did the normal things. We set up all of our operations and systems accordingly. We made sure that, you know, emails were all scheduled and sought out. We made sure clients were aware and communicated of what was expected of them and of myself moving forward. Mm-hmm. You know, we had calls moved around so that I could feel free during a period of time. And let me tell you that irregardless of all of that, I still did not feel free. Um, and yeah, I'll, de- I'll deep dive into that as well. But I mean, like even we set up our product suite to be able to facilitate that. You know what I mean? And yeah, we did everything. Um, but I think the biggest thing that I had to learn as well was, like you said, there, are, there is not enough authenticity around what motherhood looks like. And, and you know what? I don't even think it's authenticity. I think that the people that do share their motherhood journey in entrepreneurship, it's, it's working well for them. And so it's easy to share that. Do you know what I mean? It's easy to share things when they've sort of got a handle on it. And I think that the reason that this message that sometimes there really isn't a balance is because the people that do not find balance don't share it. And that's the mm. ultimate truth. They're embarrassed to share that truth, um, but that's dangerous. It is so dangerous because, like, what what do people say? If people really spoke about the truths of motherhood, no one would have babies. Oh my and gosh,
0: that is like so
1: true. I have chills
0: down my arms because I feel like <laughs> what you were just saying, like you know, there's, there's also this perception of like, you know, some people online showcases perception that motherhood is so easy and your children all listen to you and they're all in beautiful outfits and so cute and adorable. Right. But then there's also those that really show like the real deal, right. Of like what it takes, you know, you're breastfeeding a child while you're on a call, you know, with a client or something like that. Um, but did you find that it was hard for you to be able to communicate that? Like, I'm just curious, like what kind of went through your mind after like you've prepared all the things you could, you had the baby and obviously it sounded like it wasn't exactly what you thought it was going to be when you did all this preparation. So what were kind of like the learning lessons, I guess, or things that came up for you?
1: One thing, I think the first lesson, first and foremost is the minute you start doubting anything, raise it. And that's the Mm. first thing. Raise it with the clients. Raise it with yourself, with your partner, with whoever else you feel any sort of accountability or responsibility for, raise it. Um, That was my biggest mistake. And I'm still living in this mistake right Um. now is that I just kept trying to please. I kept trying to show people that I am that CEO mom. I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm going to bounce back in a few weeks. Mm. I'll be back on stories. And I'm sure you saw it yourself. I would show up for like a day, be like, I'm back on track and then disappear for a week. And I did that multiple times. It was like a wave of just trying to prove myself and not even just for other people, but for myself, I wanted to say, Mm. no, I set all these boundaries in place. I've got this. I, I can be that woman. I'm that woman. Why is everyone else that woman? Um, but I'm not. And I think that that's okay. And if there is one thing that I can share with you is that you are still so worthy. You are still so powerful, so intelligent and so capable, but it's just not turning out the way that you want to right now. And that's okay. Um but yeah, I remember like when I w- actually I just had Carter and a few of my friends messaged me. There's this CEO in the space and she's brilliant. And her baby just the help works for her. And they're like, oh, my God, you need to follow exactly what she's doing. Baby we girl, we tried. <laughs> we tried to get help, but my son doesn't even want to go to his dad. Okay, this four-hour stretch that I've got right now while I've got calls, he is struggling with a screaming baby. Um, Yeah, but (laughs) that's that's the reality is that, yes, if you can breastfeed on a call, do it, do Mm -hmm. it. Unfortunately, that's not my luxury. I'm sitting Mm -hmm. there, I, I can't breastfeed him sitting up. I can't do it walking around. I have to lay down with him for eight hours. And I think that transparency around the fact that you cannot train all babies. I think that's the second lesson. You yeah. cannot train all babies. There are a lot of kids that have really great temperaments and that can be trained, um, but mine's not one of them. And Aww. yours might not be either, and that's fine. Um, and so that's definitely the second lesson. And I think the third lesson I'm still trying to figure out, just because it's so new and everyone says, oh, but you need to take time for yourself, you need to look after yourself. I try. <laughs> ah. I do try um that doesn't mean that it's successful especially because if you're like me you see this little baby and you're like I don't ever want you to cry I never want you to cry and so mm-hmm. I I don't let that baby cry let me tell you I don't <laughs> let him cry at all um and so with that comes me always being there and mm-hmm. and so it, it is hard I don't go to the toilet a lot um <laughs> I don't eat unless my partner makes me food Um, And that's just the truth. And I'm sorry that I can't come with anything better. I really am sorry that there aren't any better tips. And I'm sure that when I learn them, I will share them. I'll be the first one to share them. But right now, survive.
0: Yeah, (laughs) survive. survive. And I think too, and first off, I just commend you again for just your vulnerability of just being able to talk about this. And again, like, because people don't talk about it, right? And every person's journey, with motherhood is so different, right? For some people, it's so different. You can prepare all the things, um, but some things change. And I would imagine too, on the flip side, right? By also having your little one, um, he's taught you also some beautiful things about yourself, right? That you probably didn't even know, I would imagine, right?
1: I am a lioness. And (laughs) I thought I was a lioness before, but I'm even more crazy now. (laughs) it is a strength. It is a strength. And let me tell you, when I do come back into this space, it's a whole new lace you guys are gonna see, and I mm-hmm. think that that is so beautiful. I think if you can give your time, yourself the time to rest, mm-hmm. when you do come back and fully allow yourself to come back at a mm-hmm. time where you know yourself, you are ready. Mm-hmm. You're you're a whole new powerful woman, and that's not to say <sighs> that if you don't have kids, you're not. That is not the message here, but it's a, it's definitely it's a it's a new awakening. It truly, truly yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'm just curious too. now for those that are listening in, who are thinking about starting a family, even for like me and my husband, we've been talking about this for um, not to give some timelines here on this podcast, (laughs) but you know, it is a conversation, right? And um, I guess, you know, I know you mentioned, obviously, every situation is different, but like, what tips or advice would you give for someone who's thinking about this in terms of like, you know, their business. Right. Because the first thing that also happens for me and my thought is, is like, okay, how do we set this up then to be able to be sustaining during that time Mm -hmm. when you do take time off? So are there any tips or advice that you would share with someone listening that um, can kind of help them or yeah, give value on that end?
1: Of course. Um, And this comes back to one of my biggest teachings in business is sustainability how can you set up your office suite? How can you set up offers that do build recurring and sustainable income inside of your business? I would not be mm-hmm. able to sit here and be like, I'm offboarding every single client that I have if I didn't have that. I saved, I invested, I made sure that I still have payment plans going on even when I take time mm-hmm. off. Like there's all of these things. We've got passive income, we've got tripwires. Um, set those things up and you, know, you don't have to do all of them. But do one of them and that will at least carry you through that time. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. even then, also remember, if you have passive offers and you've got content that's out there and you don't post for three months because you're on maternity leave, that content is circulating for you. It's doing the work for you. My podcasts are out there. My content is out there. My TikTok videos are out there. Videos on YouTube are out there. You know what I mean? Publications are out there. So don't stress yourself if you have... of those things in place first everything will be okay Mm. now the second thing that I will say if you are thinking of motherhood and all of those sorts of things is definitely regardless of whether or not it works I think that everything is worth a try and so it is build up a support system around you look Mm. for nannies if nannies don't work that's fine who else can you turn to what is that backup alternative option Mm. that way you're never left being like what the frick like what do I do now and don't get me wrong you'll still have those moments even when everything is prepared Mm -hmm. but it definitely softens the blow um Mm -hmm. so yeah sustainable recurring income set up your offers accordingly. Make sure you've got payment plans. If you can facilitate those. Um, And the second one, make sure you've got help around you, even if you're not sure how well that help is going to work. I mean, invest in freaking sleeping programs, even if you don't think you're going to use them, because I promise you there will be a time where you're like, you know what, I'm just going to pull it out and see if anything's going (laughs) to work. Um, And they do. Sometimes they do. So
0: Things I love like that. that. Yeah, I love that. Um, I'm just curious, and it's okay if you don't have any um, answers for this too. But I'm just curious: were there any resources, or books, or things, or, or do you, even programs, people that like helped you along the way? You know, kind of in this preparation mode. I'm just curious.
1: Okay, so maybe I wasn't the best person <laughs> for that, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> only because. I was a research addict at the start of my pregnancy and it drove me into severe anxiety to the point Mm. I was actually terrified I was going to lose this baby. So I just stopped researching. I was like, no more researching for me because something's going to go wrong. Um, But that, like I said, is where I had to lean on my network. I had to lean on my friends. I had to, even if I wasn't friends with them, I reached out to them and I made them my friends. I was like, I'm in a very similar boat. I am pregnant. This is my journey. I'd love to know more about you. Can you share with me some words of wisdom? And that definitely helps. Mm. Not more, not really because they tell you what to do or that it sets a guideline for what you need to do. I think it helped more so because of the variation in responses. Um, And that definitely helped me understand because I was like, hold on, we don't see this variation on stories. So when I'm going to stories to seek advice, I'm not seeing all of these answers. And then when you get in the DMs and you build those connections with women who understand what you've been through and have experienced it all themselves, there's a whole new vulnerability there. And I think that it's Mm. important to indulge in the vulnerability because this whole experience is vulnerable and when you keep trying to avoid it it's going to catch up and it's going to bite you and it's going to bring you right back down to the point where you don't have a choice but to be vulnerable and seek out help so do it early find your systems early find your network find your friends um if there are books read them again like i said i just researching was just detrimental to me it was like the reverse
0: effect for you yeah yeah Yeah. that's really interesting and I love that you said that too it's like really just like getting in the dms having these conversations because again it's like what you see sometimes on stories is not necessarily like what's happening behind the scenes you know and i love that you brought that up too because again it also really alters the perception too like what people think or should expect if they don't yeah. know you know i think that's huge which again for me like let me tell you when it comes down down to laboring a child like bless my soul that i'm gonna be able to make <laughs> it through it because i don't even know <laughs>
1: can i tell you something everyone always asks me like how did you get through a natural labor with no medication
0: and oh my gosh
1: yeah, yeah no tears no hemorrhoids nothing and you know what oh. I have to say you don't know have to say you don't have a fucking choice you just, you do just it. gotta
0: do it you just, you just have to do, do it, it.
1: I best believe I tried to tap out. I asked for gas, but I didn't have the strength to suck the gas in, so it didn't work. And then I asked for an epidural, but my midwife was like, baby girl, you were nine centimeters dilated. I'm not giving you an epidural. Yes, I was like, what the fuck? Like I was (laughs) screaming at her. And oh, whoever says that you push in three pushes in like three minutes, you lied to me. You lied to me, you cheeky little thing. I was pushing for an hour. Baby boy is crowning wow. for an hour. So all I have to say is survive. That's it. You just got to survive. Go. You literally can't do anything. What are you going to do? They're going to like, go just stop the break and just stop the labor. No, just do it. But one tip, if you are looking to go into labor, shove primrose oil up your hoo-ha every night <laughs> from like 35 weeks on. My uterus was strong as hell. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. <laughs> no tears, all lubrication. It was great. Do it.
0: Oh my goodness. See, these are the tips that I, I I'm like, you know, the thrive society podcast. We keep it real here, authentic, true vulnerability. So listen, get that oil. We need to link it yes. in the show notes here. Oh, yes. um, oh, oh my goodness. Seriously. This, this is really such a good conversation. And I feel like we can really dig in in so many places. And I just, I really appreciate you taking the time to even come here too. And just, talk about this. You've just had your baby. This is so fresh. Like, you know, there's so many changes happening in business and in life. Um, But share with us too, is there anything that you're looking forward to over the next few months as these changes are kind of taking place? Um, Anything that you're looking forward to? Anything we should be looking forward to seeing um, over the next year or so? Like you mentioned, some new things may be coming up when you come back, but yeah, fill
1: us in hundred percent. And like you said, I'm still very much so in this. And so when I do have new tips and advice and, and new things to share, I always will. Um, but I am being very patient with myself in this time. And so I guess moving forward, while I'm offboarding my consulting clients and just running the agency, one, I'm excited to just experience the agency space on its own again. Like I haven't done that in a really long time. And it's really exciting to just I don't know, not have the additional stress of an education platform, which I know sounds like such a cop out, but it really is like a breath of fresh air, just indulging in this agency. And so moving forward in 2022, we are definitely changing. Actually, this Mm -hmm. is a little bit of advice. We are changing the complete structure of the business. And so we're moving away from one-on-ones and really intimate programs and moving Mm -hmm. into sort of a mass level business model. And so look out for memberships. Yeah. Mm. Look out, look out for exciting things. Look out for more just VIP days coming up. I'm really excited for all of those things in 2022. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for now. I'm I'm really just, yeah, for now I'm just taking the time to just be with my baby because I haven't yet. And so now I'm just going to take the next few months to do that. And that's the real truth. Oh, I
0: love this. I love you so, so much. And just appreciate you again, just taking this time being super raw as hell and just like sharing the details. I feel like we need to do a part two as well as things shift and just sharing all the insight here, but, um, tell us where can people find you, um, all the things. Work okay. with your agency, all the things.
1: Yes. Okay. So, for the agency, it's Soho Lux Media. Um, we are a full service marketing agency. I mean, we are two marketing girls looking at each other right now. Um, and it's a beautiful space. Is it not the best space? It's just it's incredible. The, yeah. It's an incredible space. So, you can follow me there or I have a whole bunch of educational content over on my consulting Instagram page, which is Lisa Madison underscore. You know, we've got links to the podcast there, links to blog posts. You guys can read it all there. Um, and I think that regardless of whether or not I'm showing up every day, there is a lot of just really great stuff you can pull from that page.
0: I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for being here, sharing Thanks all your wisdom, me. feedback. Love you so much.
1: I love you more. Thank you.